Welcome, true believer readers, to another episode of Let's Read Spider-Man. And here's a man who doesn't need to hire an old woman to clean his house, my super clean friend, Eddie. How are you today, Eddie? I'm doing exceptionally well tonight, James B. And yes, that's what children are for, right? Yeah, I'm sure living with two young children, the house is spotless all the time. They pick up all their messes. No problems. No problems whatsoever. There is an old woman cleaning a house in these books. The question's going to be later. Does this woman turn out to be Aunt May or not? But uh, we don't find that out for a while. I I really thought you were going to tell me she lives in a shoe, James B. Uh, I will continue, though. Let's talk about The Amazing Spider-Man 114. Gang war, schmang war. What I want to know is, who the heck is Hammerhead? Is that the title, or is that a question from you? Really, James B., you you are going to have to help me, because I looked at this uh, opening page here, and I was like, I guess that is? It seems like it's wrong. Yeah, I... I mean, it looks, it's on the first, if it's on the first page and it's in quotes after it says, you know, that's, that's the title. So it has to be on the first page. Well, I, I've done this before not said the correct title. So yeah, well, this <laughs> I'm is, I'm glad you're here. James this B. is, this is not Stan Lee with the titles, right? This is, again, these are all the little changes True. that somebody else is going to bring their own take on things. Spidey is springing into action as Hammerhead and his goons fire Tommy guns at him. Even Waldo the butler is shooting at Spidey. Very impressive, Waldo. (laughs) Spidey makes a seemingly quick exit, only to circle back to take out two of Hammerhead's best goons and punch Hammerhead's head, which is unnaturally flat and solid as a brick. I write my notes as I read the issue, so it's nice when you have the summary up because then I can just put my notes in. um, And at this point, my initial thought is, this guy is dumb. This head thing is dumb, but we'll see. So why don't you keep going and I'll let you know if it gets any better. Uh, All right. As Spidey and Hammerhead battle, Doc Ock regains consciousness, whacks Hammerhead as he's about to shoot Spidey, and departs. Unfortunately, Spider-Man's head was grazed by Hammerhead's bullet, knocking him out before he could get away. Spidey awakes at the foot of Hammerhead's desk. Hammerhead shows off his steely skull by having Waldo whack a Tommy gun onto his head. I'm not totally sure if that's Waldo, but we can discuss that later. We get a weird villain backstory about his origin that explains why his head Apparently is so he hard. Was laying in a back alley dying, and an experimental, like, questionable surgeon came by, <laughs> found him, and then replaced the broken bones in his head with steel alloy. And then it just sort of jumps to, like, today without any explanation of why he's a gangster or what happened to the guy or. It was a. It is a weird backstory, and I would say rather disturbing. I mean, it's not Morbius level disturbing, but experimental surgeon putting steel plates it, into a stranger's head. A, a stranger. <laughs> it, it implies that the the person now known as Hammerhead was dying from these injuries at some point, though it was yes. all broken bones all right. and stuff. Uh, so. Saved him. Uh, all right. Uh, Hammerhead gets a call that the henchman he sent to tail Octopus found him in Westchester. James B., I like how Hammerhead talks. Can I read you something? Oh, yeah, of course. Uh, all right, so here's, here's one of Hammerhead's lines that I, I particularly enjoyed. Nah, for all we know, Webhead here could be our, what do you call it, ace in the hole. I like the one that he says, hands off, creep. Maybe you mean it, and maybe you don't. But right now, I haven't got the time to figure it out. 
And even if I decide you're serious, there's only one thing you're going to have to learn. Nobody touches Hammerhead, you hear? Nobody! I like that one too, James. I really like how he's written all throughout this it, speaking. It, they do reference that he, he has one memory. Did you catch his one memory he has? Uh, help me out. He has a memory sure. of a Scarface poster. <laughs> oh, <laughs> all right. No, that's not true. He has, a memory of an, uh, it's, he has the memory of an Al Capone poster. Oh, there we go. Okay, says. all right. Well, one yeah. memory. Whitey realizes he could be with Aunt May. More problematically, Doc Ock might know he's Spidey. As Hammerhead departs to catch up with Doc Ock, Spidey tags him with the tracker. That's where he doesn't like being touched. Hammerhead imprisons Spidey in his hideout with a few guards. Spidey uses his spider sense to determine the layout and mechanics of the building as he looks for a way out. I know we talked about this a lot last issue, but Eddie, there's one panel and it mentions it's um, it's on the same page where you read in the Ace of the Hole quote. Yeah. Uh, it's at the back of the bottom of it. And this is what it says in the panel. I want you to keep track of uh, the henchmen and the goons that are named. He says, <laughs> Jimmy, call Harvey down from the roof. I want both of you with me when we pay our little visit. Bernie, you and Porky, take good care of our border and no slip-ups, understand? Eddie, they're naming everybody every <laughs> single time they walk by. It's almost like he's trying to like... Show, you know, the, the name drop and show off. People like walking down the hall right. and he's like, Benny, yeah. there's Waldo. Tell him that Porky's coming by with Jimmy and Johnny. He's like, every single person has a name constantly. And they talk to each other with names. They don't just say things like, hey, get a look at this guy. They say like, hey, Benny, get a look at this guy. And he's like, yeah, I know what you mean, Porky. They all name names. Completely different writing style. It's just so dramatically different. I agree, but I do really like the names getting thrown in there. It it not only adds a little more personality to average guy that gets defeated by Spider-Man, but it also kind of, you know, um, it's funny to see them almost as dated references. You know, like Porky, Bernie. These, these are not Rufio. names that are necessarily thrown Rufio. around so much. Yeah, I actually, Rufio. <laughs> I completely disagree with you. Uh, I find the more characters I need to keep track of and... Uh, a moment ago, when you were reading and you're like, I think Waldo hits him with a Tommy gun. I'm like, <laughs> you, you didn't say like one of his goons, one of his henchmen. Now you're worried. Did you pick the right one? That's well, that's right. I mean, I like that. No, difficulty but I'm, and I feel I feel that's a problem. Like, I don't like to have to worry about like, which guy was it? Like, who cares? They're just guys. They're background characters. I don't want the stormtroopers to have names, Eddie. Well, I think it's super fun, actually. To all right. See all these old old school names floating around here at Hammerhead just calling them out. And I think there's too many of them, but that's okay. That's why there's, uh, you know, two of us. One of us to be right, one of us to be wrong. On the campus of Empire U, we see Gwen discussing Peter's absence from class with Dr. Warren. She is distraught at being part of the reason Aunt May left, but is soon distracted by Flash, who once again teases Peter. She lambastes Flash for childishly poking fun at Peter's ulcer ailment eddie this is a this is another appearance of professor warren we met him back in amazing spider-man 31 when we first met um harry osborne and gwen uh eddie he's more important than professor jorgensen i i know where you're going here james let me ring my little tea bell here (laughs) where is that professor jorgensen so we can talk over a cup of tea yeah, well, remember when I told you Joe Robbie is important and you were like, eh, I'm just telling you, I, just remember Professor Warren for now. That's all masking, okay? There's and, a good thing there's no audio evidence of that. Yeah. Um, also, as far as tea goes, Eddie, um, you know, Aunt May likes tea. 
Maybe we can, uh, Spidey can get out of this situation and he can go see if Aunt May is actually with Doc Ock or not. <laughs> Hopefully she is having a delightful cup of tea with Doc Ock. That'd be a great trio. Well, he will do just that, but at Hammerhead headquarters, Bernie and Porky realize that Spider-Man's mask is incorrect. While they are focused on this, Spidey leaps into action, makes short work of his guards, and finds his way to Westchester on the top of Hammerhead's car. Sure enough, Doc Ock is at Doc Ock's house with Aunt May. As he's breaking into the house, we see Spidey hit by a vase and knocked out by none other than Aunt May. I don't like leaving Spider-Man just knocked out by Aunt May. It's sort of a weird situation. Can we can we start the next book right away? I was on pins and needles for The Amazing Spider-Man number 115, The Last Battle. In Doc Ock's house in Westchester, New York, as Spider-Man lays unconscious, having been hit by the vase of the mighty Aunt May Parker... Hammerhead crashes through the door to settle a score with Doc Ock. The kind doctor quickly hides behind a steel door, and Hammerhead, along with his goons, realize they are in danger when lasers shoot at them from the hat hooks on the wall. I, I want to take this minute to talk about how much I like Doc Ock's talking at this part. Okay. Um, let me just read you one line here. The ineffable fool. He just might break through that panel after all. Looks like you're a big fan of the uh, the new writer. I I, I got to tell you, man, I do appreciate it. It's going well for me. Yeah, we could reach out to Jerry Conway and tell him, come on our podcast because Eddie really likes your writing. <laughs> Great. Let's do it. Well, I also thought these booby traps that Doc Ock, you know, supposedly had in the room. If Correct me if I'm wrong. The only one I saw was laser beam hat hooks. It's kind of dangerous with, you know, Aunt May there. He just wanted to maybe turn a bunch of them <laughs> off. I I hope we did when Aunt May's cleaning and she just gets blasted by a laser. Well, kind of a la uh, Doctor Doctor Doom from way back in the day. You remember him from issue five? I do. Spider Man went through about twenty five different uh, booby traps or things that Doctor Doom threw at him. So I was really looking for maybe some carpets turning into lava in here, or uh, maybe the chandelier dripping some acid out, or something like that. Uh, maybe the curtains turning into a like uh, you know um, Doctor Strange type uh, cape to grab some of these guys. Were you looking for anything, James B? You know, I thought this was a regular house. I was kind of surprised he had the lasers in the first place. It seems like he's got the lasers, the steel door, like a little off, a little area where he can have a bunch of monitors. It seems more realistic. This is a suburban house, right? It shouldn't have like a whole bunch going on, a whole bunch of stuff. <laughs> well, he it, he does declare it to be his headquarters, at least for now. So uh, I'm going to move on. Just as Hammerhead's reinforcements arrive, Doc Ock unleashes Defense Force 9 to gas them. After a brief battle with Hammerhead, Doc Ock finds Peter's elderly aunt first and stops her from calling the police. Meanwhile, at the bugle, Ned tells Gwen that Peter and Aunt May are probably in Westchester. Along with Joe Robbie, they take a radio car to Westchester. Spidey is fighting Hammerhead's goons, Doc Ock's army, and Hammerhead. When Hammerhead gives him a good ramming, it gives Hammerhead a chance to escape just as Gwen, Joe, and Ned show up. Doc Ock hasn't left yet, and he has Aunt May by his side when Spidey finds him, raging angry. Spidey knocks out Doc Ock, only to see Aunt May pointing a gun at him point blank. She shoots, but misses because of police sirens, and Spidey escapes. Uh, do you want to talk about this whole sequence? Because I really thought it was a great one. Um, sure, go ahead. 
Well, so much is going on here. We got Doc Ock getting a hold of Aunt May, trying to escape at the same time. And Hammerhead's got his goons fighting against Doc Ock's army. In case you forgot, kind of Master Planner. It's the same outfit, right, James B? They do look... They do look like the Master Planner people. They're just, they're just re- recycling Master Planner outfits, and also they use an incredible amount of gas to combat the uh, the um, Hammerheads, you know, Tommy gun wielding thugs that are shooting all over the place too. Uh, it's just a really complex kind of fight sequence, which I appreciate. And uh, these parts where like Spider Man is punching through the wall and fighting uh, Hammerhead. It, it's one of the better fight sequences I've read in Spider-Man in a while. Glad you liked it, Eddie. <laughs> Thanks. Well, I want to tell you about when Gwen, Joe, and Ned arrive. They are pleased to see Aunt May safe. But as Doc Ock is being escorted out, he whispers something to her just before Peter shows up. Aunt May tells Peter she will not return to New York City with him. Instead, she will maintain Dr. Octavius's residence while he is working out his legal problems. We end with Hammerhead flying into New Jersey with an envelope containing something that will put Doc Ock on his side when he gets out of jail. What a book, James B. Is that how you interpret it, that he's going to blackmail Doc Ock to work with him? that That's what it appeared to be at the end. He has that envelope in his pocket, and he says, A bad trip, but what I've got here is almost worth it. When Octavius gets out of jail, I'll be waiting for him. And then there'll be the two of us against the world. So I assume he has some kind of blackmail that's going to make him fight on his side or something like that. It could be blackmail. It's it's not completely clear. <laughs> Is it a envelope full of like million dollar bonds? That seems to be motivating for Doc Ock too. But It says at the end, that's another story and says we've reached the end. So that will apparently come back in the future at some point, right? Yeah, I I really like this series. I liked it significantly more than like the Tablet Saga and other kind of gangster-esque uh, you know, stories that have been in Spider-Man. What do you think, James B? I want to bring up the Kingpin again. Okay. He is mentioned. He's mentioned again. Did you notice that it looks like Spider-Man didn't arrest the Kingpin? I, I am sure Spider-Man did not arrest the Kingpin, but I feel strongly the police came and arrested him because he was they, in a catatonic They state. did not. Oh, really? No, because it says in the book, the Kingpin got pinched in Las Vegas. Oh, really? Yes. <laughs> That's, they're leaving some good storytelling out of these these books. It's back in 114. The line is, Once the Kingpin got himself pinched in Las Vegas, this town was wide open just waiting for anyone to come along and grab the chips. And if it hadn't been for that meddling octopus character, I'd be the boss in this burg. <laughs> He's going to be sorry he ever crossed Hammerhead. Good and sorry. And then that's then he puts the tracker on him. So. Oh, yeah, that's right when he's, he's grabbing him. Well... I, I, you know, as far as Hammerhead goes, he feels very much like a, you know, 1930s gangster, a 1920s gangster, particularly his Al Capone poster. And this word henchman is used so much in this book. Um, you know how I'm big on dated references. I think we could debate whether henchman is a dated reference. <gasps> a dated um, reference? <laughs> but I, I thought I thought this word's being thrown out so much. I had, I had looked it up to kind of find its origin and... One, it was actually used um, most in the 30s, which gives credence to like Hammerhead being kind of a throwback gangster. You know, like when I read his when I read his voice, like like this, like a throwback gangster. He really reminded me of that all throughout with the Tommy guns. He's pretty well crafted to be what he's intended to be, which 
is a 1930s gangster. He's drawn pretty weird with the flat head. It's almost like somebody just chopped the top of his head off. It... <laughs> chopped the top of his head off and his face, James B. It, it, a constant state of constipation. <laughs> I suppose. I don't I wouldn't think it was that big a deal. He's like bearing down. His forehead is so furrowed. And he's like, I'm particularly on this one when he's like, I don't think this could be a cigar, but he's like crunching on a cigar and his forehead is just a mess of lines. So I got a couple things. Uh, one is I liked seeing the uh, the new Scooby gang arrive. I'd never seen this trio before. It's mm-hmm. the Joe Robbie, Gwen Stacy, Ned Leeds group. And they arrive in a car that has a phone in it, which allows them to call the police. And I thought that was like, wow, look at them putting random people together who we don't see yeah we almost don't see any two of them except i mean i guess ned Leeds is with joe robbie at times but i've never seen like ned Leeds really hanging out with gwen stacy or ned Leeds with joe robbie for more i mean uh, or gwen stacy with joe robbie for a moment but it was like the three of them let's go guys like that was interesting for me yeah and they they show up to save the day you're exactly right also spider-man is running around in these issues he's got the ulcer so he's really weak so he's wearing the duck ock uh, like power pack costume. Yeah. You know? And he also has, you know, the missing eye slits there as, uh, you know, Benny and, uh, you know, Porky <laughs> yeah. pointed out. So like, he's in like this weird setup. So the artist is like, you know what? I'm going to draw Spider-Man completely differently in this issue. Let's do something <laughs> different. So yeah, he doesn't have his official mask. This is just his stolen mask from the costume shop. And when you, you know, when you say the ulcer hammerhead, hammerheading him into the stomachs, Kind of gives a little more credence because I'm like, really? Can Hammer- Hammerhead really go toe-to-toe with Spider-Man? But as soon as he gets like one good pop in the stomach, it's, it's bad for Spidey. Especially an injured Spidey, which is always a popular thing. If you're going to have Spidey fighting the, the the Magia, you just have to have him be a little injured. <laughs> right. Then, then it's a more even match. Eddie, do you have time for a sponsor? Absolutely. Eddie, has a doctor told you that you need a little rest and relaxation? If that's the case, come to work at Otto's Old Octogenarian's House Cleaners at his place in Westchester. Otto is looking for someone to keep his house in good order. It's a quiet house on a cul-de-sac. Apply now and you can polish the deadly lasers. Sweep up after enemy gangs left led by Ruffio and Porky. And there'll be plenty of mopping up after the gas grenades and Otto's friends stomp around the house. What do you call those guys again? Something, uh, Group 9 or something, Eddie? What are they called? Uh, attack Group 9. Oh, Defense Group 9. Oh, Defense Group 9, oh, sorry. You know, whatever, whatever you want to call them. Oh, boys will be boys, right? They just mess up the place. <laughs> hey, if Dr. Bramwell ever tells you one big shock might kill you, then maybe this is the job for you. Apply today. Um, ability to wield a gun or a heavy vase is a plus, but not required. Otto's old octogenarian house cleaners is an equal opportunity employee. Employer. Check them out on TikTok. The octogenarians are on TikTok, huh? <laughs> For cleaning house. Well, uh, I would say this this sounds a little dangerous, and I don't know if... I'm not an octogenarian, James B., so I don't think I need this product. Okay, well, it's, it's, just, a, it's just a house cleaning service if you're looking oh. to... Oh, for us and relaxation, wouldn't you like to just sometimes be like, oh, I just want to clean a nice house? I mean, again, if a doctor tells you a shock might kill you, you need a quiet place to be or else you could die. Around a bunch of lasers. Huh? Well, if they do have that expertise of cleaning around lasers uh-huh. and 
gas. I mean, that seems pretty valuable, but my house has none of that, so <laughs> they might be too aggressive, actually, or cautious. I would have passed, James B. I, again, there seems to be a thing. With, nobody asked you to to purchase this product. I just, I just read this copy. This isn't. I'm just rather. I'm kind of critical. You're, you're I appreciate your efforts, but we're not. You're not the target audience I, of this. I'm not being hired, and I'm not hiring these people. I guess. I, you not, know, this is just a place to go when you when you're older. Like if you know, like if you have like if your, like if your, I don't know, your mom or your aunt or somebody is. 80 and they need something to do you say listen go work for doc ock it's quiet location in a cul-de-sac always an easy job easy job especially if bunch especially if dr bromwell says one good shot could kill you <laughs> this is the place to hang out safely yeah, away because you, oh, you know well Aunt may needs to be away from peter it for his for her own safety that's clear and we know that the awful Spider-Man is clearly the reason Doc Ock is having so much trouble with the law. So it's, you know, he's not really doing anything wrong. But this, these two issues included an incredible amount of, you know, cast of characters. And it had Doc Ock and a new villain, Hammerhead, in him. I, I really enjoyed these two issues. What about you, James B.? Well, you, gotta, you almost have to look at it as a four-pack. Right? Yes, I mean, it, agreed. It's sort of four. But these are the... Um, you know, they're very full. They have a lot of content in it like they did back in the early days. Yes. Did I enjoy these issues? I'm going to say no, not at mm. all. I think I was reading through these to get through these because I don't like fights and there was a ton of fighting. There is. The questions weren't like what was really what was really resolved in these issues? Like Doc uh, Doc Ock goes to jail and Hammerhead escapes. Like I couldn't even tell sometimes which goon was fighting for which team. I mean, okay, most of them in this well, particular issue were fighting for Hammerhead, but it was just a big bunch of people fighting at Doc Ock's house, and Aunt May happened to be there. Like the clever parts of the game were Aunt May knocking out Spider-Man, but they didn't they didn't make that a big enough part of the story for me. It was like there was like a moment mm-hmm. where you know she didn't try to unmask him. He didn't have to make a tough decision. He didn't have to confront her. She just ran away after she hit him with the vase. Huh. So they could have done something that would have made me really stressed out. You know what I mean? Also, Hammerhead didn't do a very good job when he captured uh, Spider-Man. I believe that whole sequence was, <laughs> hey, hey, you, you're going to stay here with Porky and Brenny, and I'm going to come back if I need you, boys. And then they're like, I'm going to leave Spider-Man alone with two guys. You two guys well, can handle Spider-Man. I'm like, what? This is This is awful. No, I didn't like these at all. I liked the not only the writing, you know, the actual words kind of being used for the characters in these two issues, which isn't Stan Lee. Um, but we got a new villain, Hammerhead, and I don't think he's a great villain, but the combination of, of course, Spider ha- Spider-Man having the ulcer and Hammerhead fighting him using his head, which is kind of funny. Uh, that was okay with me. And then the return of a classic Spider-Man villain, Doc Ock, even with full, you know, Master Planner army to fight against Hammerhead's army. I mean, if there's going to be a fight sequence, there's so many different kind of levels that this fight sequence took. It wasn't just a, like, you know, scorpion spidey slugfest or lizard spidey slugfest. There's a lot of variety. So for a fight sequence, I thought it was a really good one. I, I rather enjoyed him, James B., well, I guess the debate would be, 
Would you rather have a book with a uh, like a five on the plot scale, but a nine on the writing scale? Or would you rather have a book with a nine on the plot scale and a five on the writing scale? Because I think that's what's differing your opinion and my opinion here. Yeah, I, I think typically I would go for more plot. But I think the nostalgia of these two issues, bringing back Ned and Joe and Betty and Gwen and everybody into the mix in kind of a, a little bit of an epic manner, you know, grazed over the plot. And I really think oh, it wasn't like there's not a lot of slow, but like Aunt, Mad, Aunt May and Doc Ock, you know, being together, you know, in the same house again. It, it's a different type of book i'll give you that but i'm saying i didn't enjoy it because of the plot holes i'm like i don't like uh, the how does spider-man get out of the the situation with hammerhead oh they don't really guard him uh, how does spider-man get out of aunt may knocking him out she walks away like those things bothered <laughs> me i thought the writing the, the the writing of the characters the, the vocab like you said was outstanding i like to see the appearance of the characters but there was too many plot points that I thought were, were lacking and, and weak and it made the story to me sort of foolish. Oh, well, I, I, I'm, I guess I've gotten really used to some of these not so good ever since the lizard just walked away from Spider-Man when he was dead on the ground in front of him. I've not been bothered by things like Aunt May knocking him out and walking away. I mean, I don't know what she would do. She knocks Spider-Man out and she's not going to like try to wake him up and same for Hammerhead. I thought he was Build is a dumb character, and he did dumb things. He was allowed because he's just not very smart. So, but give me the drama of Ami hits hits by me with a vase. Maybe she doesn't even knock him out. What does he do? He looks at her. It's not May. Is he going to web her? True. Does he punch her? Do, you know, does he talk to her? Does he take off his mask and say, "Would she pulls the gun on him?" Like you know, there's <laughs> there's a moment where he thinks like, "What am I That's supposed it. to do?" You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you know, what if she shoots him? You know, it's like. Can he say, she's like, I'm going to shoot you. Does he say, wait, it's me. I'm, it's your nephew. Don't do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I thought he might pull up one of those stunts that says, it's actually me. Look, this is even a real Spider-Man mask. It's just a costume. Look, you guys know it's me. It's a separate Peter Parker mask I'm, over my Spider-Man Right. <laughs> a separate Peter Parker mask. <laughs> it's a Ginchy new mask. <laughs> so, Eddie, I think we need to wrap things up because... I think you're going to be, be doing some editing on this podcast for the first time. In... <laughs> what are you talking about, James? Yeah. yeah. Wait, 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 till you see how, wait till you see how much fun this is going to be for you. <laughs> All right. James, do you want me to tell you? You want to tell everybody where they can find us? Oh, I'd love to. You can reach out to us at letsreadspiderman at gmail.com. Or you can hit us up on Twitter at letsreadspidey. And I am Eddie, joined by James B., and remember, listeners, if you're dying in an alley, hopefully an experimental doctor gives you a flat steel head and makes you a crime lord. Goodbye. Bye. I get to edit today. I get I brought in two experts to talk about something I hardly ever get to talk about. My two experts are Violet and Lily. Girls, thank you for appearing today. You're uh, we're going to discuss poo poo pee pee humor. What do you think of this uh, panel here where Doc Ock's goons come out and they gas Spider Man? 
<laughs> it looks like they actually fought because they have fault guns. <laughs> what what kind of noises do you think the guns make? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I think he I think he's trying to do do him. <laughs> I think he's trying to help him not be constipated. <laughs> I think he's trying to sit on the toilet here, don't you? <laughs> I, I think I think I think he's trying to help him not be constipated. <laughs> Uh, what do you think when a hammerhead bonks Spider-Man in the stomach will happen next? I think he will poop. Yeah, yes. he, Look, I, he looks distressed right there. What do you think's wrong? I think he's constipated again. <laughs> what about Doc Ock? What do you... It looks like he's farting. Doesn't his butt look like he's going for it? What do you think Aunt May's doing here? She looks concerned or... She's sitting on a toilet. <laughs> 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 All right, Spider-Man hits Doc Ock. Uh-oh, Aunt May's got a gun. What do you think's going to happen? She's Spider gonna... Gwen's here. She's looking concerned. What do you she, think she thinks happened? I think she, uh, what happened? Spider-Man. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. I think what I think what happened. She's looking at Spider-Man's doo-doo and she's so surprised. <laughs> she's like, "Oh my god!" It's watery eyes because it's so sticky. <laughs> here, last picture of Hammerhead. But he looks still constipated. Hello, I'd like to talk about poo today. Poo did it. All right. Thank you for joining me, daughters. <laughs> Say Bye-bye. goodbye. Beautiful people. <laughs> I will still fart. <laughs> Violet. <laughs>